United States Institute of Peace, along with Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124, now present their weekly podcast. Well, there's lots of speculation about what kind of lesson China might be taking from Russia's invasion of Ukraine. Dr. Andrew Scobell is a distinguished fellow with the China program at the U.S. Institute of Peace. He's here to tell us that China is not Russia and Taiwan is not Ukraine. Dr. Scobell, good morning. Good morning. There, there have been a lot of comparisons, and you say broad brush. Yeah, sure. Um, Ukraine and Taiwan have some things in common, but you say she is in Putin. And, and in fact, Taiwan and Ukraine, their situations are quite different. Tell us about it. Sure. Um, well, uh, China is uh, you know, quite different uh, from Russia because it's uh, much more integrated in, in, into the global economy. And of course, Russia, Russia is not. Uh, Russia also likes to flight, flout international norms. Uh, China largely pretends uh, to be playing by them. In terms of leaders, Xi Jinping, uh, the leader of China, uh, likes to project the image of a global statesman who is part of the world, uh, uh, abides by world norms and, and uh, uh, plays, largely plays by the rules. Putin, by contrast, likes to likes his bad boy image, um, and uh, so th- th- those are uh, those are some key differences I think between uh, Russia, Russia and China. Um, both uh, as far as Ukraine and Taiwan, uh, both uh, both are really the object of uh, irredentist claims by uh, Russia and China, uh, respectively, and yet. Uh, you know, Ukraine is uh, outside of NATO. Uh, it doesn't have an, any uh, any f- de jure, de facto allies. Uh, Taiwan, yes, it doesn't officially have any allies, but it has close security ties uh, with a number of countries, including the United, most notably the United States. And I think from China's uh, China's perspective, any military operation against Taiwan, they assume that the U.S will uh, come to uh, Taiwan's aid. But clearly, on the, in, the, in Ukraine, uh, you know, Putin was very clear, was, was uh, very understood that no country, including the United States, would come to its aid. Well, aren't there some questions about how much the U.S. would actually do for, for Taiwan? Sure. Um, but the, the key, I think the key here is what, what does Beijing think? Mm. And the assumption has long been uh, that uh, a military attack on Taiwan, uh, the the U.S. Uh, U.S. armed forces uh, would come to the rescue. And Dr. Scoble, what do you make of the role China is playing in uh, vis-a-vis uh, Russia and Ukraine? And I, I mentioned earlier on the show that Jake Sullivan will be meeting with a Chinese counterpart in Rome to talk about it. China is in a difficult position uh, because that they have a close relationship uh, with with Russia. They call it a strategic partnership. Um, you know, Putin and and Xi have met uh, almost 40, 40 times over, over the years. Uh, most recently in February uh, in in Beijing. Uh, so they have a they have this close relationship, but both Russia and China insist it's not an alliance. 
so China doesn't feel like it has to come militarily uh, to Russia's assistance. And yet um, it uh, also wants to maintain cordial relations uh, with the rest of the world, including Europe, including the United States. So it's walking this fine line uh, uh, to uh, appear reasonable and neutral and, uh, and, and, and not be, you know, not be uh, tarred with the same brush as the Russians and then at the same time not be forced uh, to openly uh, criticize Russia. Uh, Dr. Scoble, how much of Xi's power in, in, in his own estimation do you believe is derived from a Chinese economic prosperity? I mean, does he do well because of the rise of the middle class and people have consumer goods there and, 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 and the idea of a prosperous nation? Or, or, is he, or is he strong because their military is so powerful? Or is it both? I think it's both, but it, it's, it leans more towards the, the economics. Uh, um, mm. And so that really casts in stark terms, uh, wars are bad for China's economy. And, and especially a war that drags on wherever it is in Ukraine or elsewhere. But China has significant economic uh, interests in Ukraine. And so this war dragging on is... It's just bad, bad news uh, for China. Um, and, and I think we have some understanding of why Putin went into Ukraine and what his you know, delusions are therein. But does China need Taiwan other than just wanting Taiwan? Well, China has, uh, speaking of economic interests, has substantial economic interests in, in Taiwan. There's a lot of uh, a lot of uh, a, uh, commercial uh, ties across the Taiwan Strait. Uh, and so uh, economically, Taiwan is very valuable uh, to China. But politically, uh, China needs uh, Taiwan too, because it's, it's painted itself into a corner, banked itself into a corner. Uh, the, the, com- the ruling Communist Party has insisted that there's one thing uh, that, that uh, the Communist Party refuses uh, to negotiate or, or uh, uh, it stands firm on is unification with Taiwan, but so so far they have so it's part of the political legitimacy of the commun- of Communist Party rule is is linked into maintaining this claim. Now that doesn't mean uh, that they're uh, uh, they they feel huge pressure uh, to take Taiwan you know to unify with uh, Taiwan tomorrow or next week, um, but certainly uh, the. Uh, Issue, you know, the ongoing situation in Ukraine, um, as in the minds of Chinese leaders, uh, create, you know, that they can't help but think, well, what about Taiwan? Really, really interesting. Dr. Andrew Scoble is Distinguished Fellow at the China Program at the U.S. Institute of Peace. His piece, China is not Russia, Taiwan is not Ukraine. Thank you so much for joining me this morning. You're welcome. Thank you. Really good to talk. This podcast has been brought to you by the United States Institute of Peace and Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124.